Hey, this is John Reap from the Country-ish Podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. No sports? No problem. My bookie offers the latest and most popular sport game titles and state-of-the-art software. No need to leave the comfort of your home. It's all at your fingertips. Featuring a truly flawless live casino, complete with professional dealers, as well as a large selection of classic and progressive slots games, plus the greatest selection of video poker variants. They really do offer something for everyone. Take advantage of their daily promotions for the casino, which includes bonuses, cash backs, raffles, free chips, and free spins for you to increase your chances of winning every single day. Also, you can put your skills to the test in their latest free blackjack and slots tournaments, which includes a free 10K prize pool blackjack tournament. Stuck at home? Don't even sweat it. They got you covered. Join now and start winning big today. Sick and tired of getting the runaround when you ask for a payout? My bookie pays fast when you win. With decades of experience, great customer service, and hassle-free transactions, why would you bet anywhere else? Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code ATCCASINO for a 150% bonus on your first deposit. Bet with the biggest, win with the best, only at my bookie. My heart skips skipping the beach, you're not close enough, so that space between you and me, let's lose it. The way you're dancing, swaying to the music, girl, that body and how you move it. Every time you cross my mind, girl, I lose it. Alexa, play the Country Heat playlist. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Don't try to run, don't try to hide. You're still your car without thinking twice. Stop the party, hide your shit. Fed leave this in the house tonight. Whoa! What's up, Fool Podcast? Welcome to the What's Up, Fool Podcast. We're back after a two weeks hiatus. We threw in an extra episode the other day just for you guys to have a little taste. But Rodrigo's right here. Little mini podcast. Yeah, man. We're back, bro. We had Adam Murray and... Hey, buddy. And Nico. <laughs> I don't even know how that fool sounds, dude. I give that for a guest spot, man, because, you know, he was cool. First of all, you always give a guy a guest spot who gives you... Free radio. <laughs> so that was nice, man. The, the shows were numb. They were, they, were, they were selling okay for El Paso, but they were not selling enough. And uh, luckily, Nico, he invited me over to do the radio on Friday morning, and I did an hour of promoting, and Rodrigo was there, and Adam, and Nico. We got, and then some people, when we were walking by, they heard our voices. Hey, you guys were on the radio, huh? Just by our voices, our <laughs> loud voices. Then on the way out, the guy from Kiss FM in the morning, um, big DJ Mike, shout out to DJ Mike. That fool said, come on there, man. Want to do another hour? So I went over there for like 30 minutes and got to plug the show again at the El Paso comic strip. Sold out three shows. That was tight. So, yeah, man, um, I made more than a bonus. 
<laughs> I made enough money to pay my rent for the next two months. <laughs> and not worry about it. It's always good to have your your rent and everything paid off, man. Hell yeah, dude. One of the first things I did when I won last comic standing, I won $250,000. The next mo- the next day, my son's mom filed for child support. Hallelujah. Once again, she became the last baby mama standing. She got $140,000 tax-free. What I'm talking about. So the wrong thing for me would have been would have done would have been to just start buying stuff like I'll buy a brand new car like a big idiot like a 22 year old guy would do or go buy a house you know <laughs> mortgage no, a house <laughs> no man none of that shit first thing I did was pay everything hell yeah clear right name, after right? child support I paid off the um some debt I had I had a lot of debt that I didn't know about lingering debt. man when when you're like <laughs> when you're living like I don't know, man. How I guess a lot of people from my neighborhood live like that. Like, Como? they go to the ho- they get shot. Ouch. They go to the hospital. They give a fake name. Now that fake name has to pay for that big old wounded bill. <laughs> and then somebody got to pay. I know. And then I will get. Then um, I will get a ticket and just let it go without paying for it. Just let it. Hopefully, it just disappear. <laughs> it, 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 doesn't dis- it doesn't disappear, man. I'm trying to erase memory here. It keep coming back, so I pay that off. And I don't know what else is lingering out there, but um, when I go to the Department of Motor Vehicle, they don't find nothing. When I cross the border, they don't find nothing. You try to apply for American Citizen, everything shows up. Hell yeah, dog. The, the, that door should be open for everybody. It is if you got a million bucks. No, the door to find your records because DMV can find so much, so little. And then um, credit card report only finds credit card report. But then when you go apply for a, for a, I guess when you apply for a government job, Everything shows up. Some government found out jobs. your mom was lying the whole time with your fake social security card number, like Alfred the cousin borrow it. <laughs> yeah, Dan, that went to um Ivan, his a guy named we used to know him, a guy we know named Ivan. His his um cousin used his ID. And what was he doing though? Something good or bad? They're all bad, bro. <laughs> Nothing good. Nobody could. Nobody changes your identity, bro. It becomes a, a legal, uh, a humanitarian. Name. Well, this is what happens, dude. If somebody works your social security and you're not working, say you go to Mexico. Who's going to claim that social security? The real person in the end, not the fake person. Yeah, but more like most um, illegal immigrants who have a fake social, fake um, ID, it's not really fake because that number actually belongs to an actual person. Yeah. I had a I had an uncle, like a distant uncle, that they, he got a, a social security number from a, a, Mer- a Mexican-American kid that died in Mexico, and they sold it to him. So over here, he was by a different name. And in the end, he couldn't really claim it because he fucked up on the details. I know when when Ivan um, found out that his Social Security card was being used, like, I guess his cousin sold it. Yeah. It was sold by like 10 different people. Yeah, but one person got busted. He was like in Tennessee or in the South somewhere, right? Slipped. They found out that that wasn't him, and they contact Ivan and like the the wife or somebody goes, they're going to lock him up and hey, don't press charges. You know what? What is he doing? He shouldn't have. First of all, man. It's a felony, dude. He got busted for something else. Then they find out that wasn't him. So he, double jeopardy. And then Ivan will have to have to go clear all those debts himself, right? Yeah. Pay somebody to do that. That's why it costs money to do all that shit. Nothing free no more, though. Oh, man. When they steal your identity, man, it it's such a hassle. I never had my whole identity stolen, but I know that Lisa has you got to clear your name, yeah. man. Her debit card was stolen, man. These motherfuckers bought tires. 
Car equipment. Bounce all her checks. Did they rectify all that shit for you finally? Oh my god, dude. Yeah, man. I wish somebody would steal my identity, man, and open up account, pay all my debt. <laughs> well, you're clear now. You're good to go. I know, man. I'm clear now. You're good man. to go for a fraudulent person out there. Eh? A skimmer. How they how they they collect it like that? Fucking creeps, man. Sometimes, man, like I like I trip out when um like when now I'm very like. Cautious Protective of everything, bro. Like somebody on the internet wants to know my real name, you know. Somebody they want to know exactly my age. What do you want to know exactly my age? I know. Huh? Or uh, where did you last grow up? What's your mom's last name? You know what I mean? Yeah, because they want to make they those want, connections. They want to. They put all that shit together, man. People are stupid. They ask those questions. Gathering data. I now. remember one on MySpace, Facebook. They would have that list. Tell me about you. <laughs> uh, um, nothing. What's your mom's last name? Where did you grow Smith. up at? What's your real address? What's your last place you worked? Next year, no man. Birdman, you think you're social security guard. <laughs> but people still do it, dude, no They'll matter what. find you. It'll never end. <clears throat> Especially with everything being up in the cloud now, dog. Man. And now, and now people carry their phone and their wallet together, man. It's just, just, it'll just take every whole life. Yeah, well, that's your livelihood now is your phone. I still, like, when people take photos photo with us, I see that some people have their iPhone. And I see in the back of their iPhone, their credit card is there. Yeah, everything. Their, their ID. And I'm pretty sure they're stupid enough their password is in their fucking book, too. So it's my pocketbook. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. And now they say, um, nobody's going to rob you by gun no more, people. Those things are over. Unless you're walking in the alley, leaving the opera like Batman and his family. First of all, man, let's just talk about that. It's got cash or gold. How stupid was Batman's father, bro? This guy's a millionaire. What the fuck he's taking his little son and his fucking his his wife walking through a dark ass alley? I mean, I'm pretty sure when they went to that opera, they didn't come into that fucking alley, right? <laughs> you gotta start the story somewhere. Eh? <laughs> and then all of a sudden they stole her pearls. <laughs> Speaking and about shoot pearls. them both. Yeah, it was a hit, man. Uh, they, yeah, they, was it a hit or not? Yeah, man. I'm gonna just walk out. I'm a multi-millionaire. I don't have a bodyguard. Where the fuck was Fred the whole time, bro? Alfred. <laughs> Alfred. <laughs> Where the fuck was he when that shit went down, dog? Got the night off. He was in on it, eh? Yeah, man. Something very fishy about this murder, bro. Because <laughs> somebody, I'm a multi-millionaire. I'm a billionaire. Somebody killed my father, killed my mom. Trust me, man. I'm not going to be Roach Man, bro. <laughs> I'm not going to be no Batman. I'm going to be scared for the rest of my life, dog. What? Dude. I don't know, man. Well, well, fuck, dude. What do we do with all that cheese, dog? First of all, man, somebody's going to steal it. All that <laughs> cheese? It's going to be a, a, a drunk-ass uncle coming somewhere. <laughs> oh you know, uh, Bruce Wayne's dirty uncle shows up from Mexico. Orale, pichi, brutito. Soy tu tío lencho. Anyway, man, we let's not talk about that. We're going to have trolls. <laughs> trolls. Oh, bro. You've been dealing with trolls lately, huh? I thought I was trolls today because I, I, I made a tweet. I said, uh, I am more afraid of, I am, I'm not, a, I'm, I'm more afraid of white people with hoods than I am with black guy wearing hoodies. <laughs> then all of a sudden, people started talking about it. People started questioning me. Like, somebody made a response, goes, oh. Well, this lady goes, um, oh, so you're afraid of people of, from your own party? Because that's the KKK. What? I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. 
I'm either one. I'm on the I'm the outside then, looking then, in. And then this other guy said, uh, um, "People swear, huh?" Yeah, man, you talk all that shit, but there was more more black people are being killed in Chicago than black people being killed in Jim Crow. Yeah, right. Show me some statistics. I know, right? Then I I, I commented to that guy, the white guy. I said, "Um, so what are you doing to help the situation, or are you just gonna let sit there and let it happen?" The way your ancestor let Jim Crow happens. <laughs> then he got all pissed off, but he called me, What are you getting salty? <laughs> Blocked him. You, you argue with the 70 year old man? <laughs> which reminds me, bro. I said salty. Which reminds me of, um, What's up, of Adams 1320, who said, We talk politics too much and we're full of hatred. Mm-hmm. When have we ever talked about politics? And what, have we ever talked about hatred? I think people just, you know, the man, like most white trolls, and I mentioned it on my Twitter, they get offended, bro, when you mention <laughs> slavery, abortion, Mexicans, <laughs> tiny hands, and little hands. black people invented rock and roll. <laughs> Hell yeah. In the like when Chuck Berry died, that's uh, people were offended because that's when... People get offended when you got to remind them of the past. You know what I mean? Like, like a lot of white people from you know they never heard of Chuck Berry because they're millennials, you know. But when you remind them, yeah, man, it was Chuck Berry who invented rock and roll. Shut up! We're gonna bring that up. That's racism. <laughs> Reverse no, racism. bro, it's a, it's the truth. Little Richard, Robert Chuck Johnson, Berry, all those old dudes. Robert Johnson invented rock and roll. And um, no, it wasn't. Elvis did. No, man. The fact is that rock and roll was already here in America, like the blues, you know. And and white popular music was um, Zeppelin, Rolling Stones. Go, Stone. go, sing a lily apple tree. Little, little, but, but me. Little, but, but me. Man, let me tell you, man. Rhythm and blues was before rock and roll. Rhythm and blues had to go over there to London first, you know, for white people in in England, like Europeans, you know, like the the Brit the the Beatles, Rolling Stones, and all those people heard rhythm and blues. They had to white people over there in London, they gravitated to rhythm and blues faster than white people in America, because that's what usually happens, you know. They're infatuated with they, they're, in other places of the world they, they gravitate to what black people like before white people here in America like it. You got hit so first. rhythm and blues hit the British people. They love it so much. It comes back into it comes back to America through it through a boat, and now they call it rock and roll. Yeah, put it in the arenas. They yeah, made it put look it in arenas. They, they <laughs> paint it, made it all pretty. Hell now yeah. rock and roll is rock and roll comes back. It's brand new. It, it, it doesn't. It's no longer black music. It's Just, no longer devil worshiping music. <laughs> it's nice and clean. We got we we got um we took the leather jackets away from the Beatles and gave them suits. <laughs> we took away the leather jacket from the Rolling Stones and gave them suits. Now rock and roll comes back all clean, and polished, clean cut. No more Chuck Berry fucking white chicks in his car. <laughs> <laughs> that Boxer Jack Johnson dog. Man, I wonder how many kids Chuck Berry, Robert Johnson, um, Lightning Hopkins. Um, Fats Domino, all these black acts they must have lots of kids. Because, Little Richard, because I know because when um 
when it went before rock and roll, rock and roll, when it was rhythm and blues, there were no hotel rooms for these black acts. Nah. No, they couldn't stay anywhere, so they had to hook up after the show. Imagine that, bro. <laughs> I'll be a happy ass comedian. What happened, bro? They know hotel. It's okay, bro. I'm gonna take us. I'm gonna stay in White Sally's house. <laughs> white Sally. Have me a little Bruno Mars baby. It was a crime to fucking be with a white woman back in the days like that. I know, bro. I, yeah. And then when you look it up, and you find out, fuck, I could have been arrested just for marrying Lisa. Yeah, yeah. Back then. Back I mean. then, like um, Freddie Fender. I went to go look up his um his um his bio, Freddie Fender. Wasted days and wasted nights. Because the last teardrop falls. He was he was called um something else before. He was um he was a, a regular act, but he was arrested, bro. He went to prison and he went to prison for smoking a joint with a white chick. That's what it was. I That's made that up. Uh, no, he married a white girl. <laughs> Pipe in her. He made a white he married a white girl and they arrested Freddie Fender for marrying a white woman. He's from Corpus, right? Yeah, man. Southern Texas like a motherfucker. But then he comes back after prison, bro, and starts thinking about wasted days and wasted nights. Hell yeah, man. Wait a way, though. Adam 13, that's 20, man. There you go, bro. That's your politics. And also, man, they were... They, <laughs> and also, man... Lighten up, dude. I, I, bought a, I, I showed up a bunch of trolls with, by saying, yeah, bro, there's 50... Little white chicks missing in D.C. Help me find them. I'll spread that word. Huh? 50 black girls. Yeah, man. They're missing in action. They haven't been found. What, what's the whole story behind that? Because I know the We don't know, bro, TMZ because um, the press hasn't mentioned it, bro. Yeah. We're too busy worrying about tiny hands. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you go with the press... Right. Nobody knows where that story came out of or who brought it up first or nobody knows. Lisa needs a mic right now. <laughs> this fool. Anyways, upcoming shows tonight, March thirty first, Detroit, Michigan, at Joe Lewis Arena with Mike Epps, Bruce Bruce, some more, and Arnez J. April first, April Fool's Day. What's up, fool? Baltimore, Maryland with Mike Epps. Ricky Smiley, Bruce Bruce, April 6th at the Comedy Magic Club in Hermosa. But it's all sold out. This show has been sold out for two months, people. Two months! April 6th. I'll challenge any other community to sell out a show two months before you get there. Anybody. Anybody. I'm just kidding, man. I'm just I'm fortunate and I'm happy. Killer fucking lineup, Comedy up, Magic sold out two months before the show. That's incredible. April 7th, Albuquerque, New Mexico at Isleta Resort and Casino. Almost sold out, man. 2,000 tickets already sold Fuck yeah, dude. for Albuquerque, New Mexico. Mer. Mer. Man. What's up, fool? I can't believe it, bro. Like, for years, I wanted to get booked in Albuquerque at that comedy club that's there. Laughs. Uh-huh. Laughs. Comedy Cafe, bro. Nothing. Not a phone call. Nothing. But now, look at this shit, man. Albuquerque, New Mexico. Well, Isleta Resort and Casino. Stop sleeping on Felipe Esparza. Stop Start booking me, man. <laughs> I'm going to be hitting the snooze button off. Man. I know, man. Idiots. Idiots. April, 4, April 8, Norfolk, Virginia with Mike Epps. April 14, Houston, Texas, NRG Arena with Mike Epps. 
Jet, he just sold that shit out, dog. They're adding a second show. <laughs> that really beat people up at a casino, dog. So tickets are on sale right now for that show. For that show. So second show added in April 14 at the Houston Energy Arena. Shut up, fool. Yeah, man. So he sold out 7,000 seats. They're going to add another 7,000. The rest of April, I'll be in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, St. Louis, Missouri, and Milwaukee, Wisconsin on the Festival of Laugh Tour with my Ebbs and many others. Check out Felipe'sWorld.com slash tour for all the show dates the rest of the year. Shout out to everyone who reviewed our, us on iTunes. Yeah, man. Raiders P1, who listened to the whole family of podcasts. What's up, fool? Yeah, man. And Enchilada Casserole. Thank you, dog. John Crisco. What's up, dog? Jonathan Trashman, who gave us 50 stars on iTunes somehow. That's what I'm talking about. Eerie Irie from Waukegan, Illinois. Juan Note from McKinney, Texas, who says he has a problem crapping his pants when he listens to the show. <laughs> We're going to get you a diaper, dog. Hell yeah. <laughs> I was going to add real quick uh, for that dude that's all, you know, like, you know, hatred and uh, politics. Lighten up. It's a comedy podcast, It's dog. a comedy podcast, puto. <laughs> Milo, news, Milo, 420. What's up, Milo? Rigo Nunez, El Borracho Barbon, Top Flight Big Mike, Henry Tobar, Maestro Nando, who says R.I.P. Flaco, who, only, <laughs> who have, only has one foot in the grave. <laughs> Shia 626, who wants to sh know who the next victim is. <laughs> the rest of these, eh? Oh, my God, dude. Um... Robert, spelled R O B A E R T eighteen. Chaka Khan, who listens while he commutes to work every Chaka day Khan. from Riverside to Pomona. Shout out to Riverside, and special shout out to Caesar Loza, who was stationed at Fort Bliss and had to ship out to Korea the day before the El Paso shows at Bart Reed's comic strip. What's up, fool? Good luck out there, man. Take care. Getting sick and tired of getting emails from open micers at show they're going to be at. Email, email me the day of the show. Yeah, man, I'm a local comic, man. I opened up for Jay Moore. I opened up for Doug. Benson. For you, eh? <laughs> I opened up for this. I opened up for that. Listen, man, <laughs> you ain't going to open up for me. We have openers. We have featured acts. We have a professional show. We don't need you. Quick okay? question, Felipe. You don't even open the emails, do you? Hell no, bro. Yeah, dude. As soon as it says, let me ex let me introduce. I right, delete. Yeah, too. Especially, I'm sure you get you hit can... up too, right? Yeah, fool. But I know you get fucking just pounded with shit. First of all, man, if your email starts with how how it's gonna benefit you and not me, I don't, I'm not gonna <laughs> read it. See, when you are, when when you let me tell you when you um propose something from somebody, make sure the other person's getting something too. Quick question, dude. Were you ever like that? I know you're not, but I'm just asking just so everybody can know. But you were never like that. You never were hitting up uh, headliners and stuff, right? I mean, you did your stuff. People thought you Hell were Hell no. I would never hit up no headliner, but I would hit up the clubs. Okay. Because even when you were, like, hanging out with headliners, they weren't hooking you up. You were still out there grinding and, you know, getting recognized by other people and, you know, doing your TV spots and slowly, you know, climbing. You were never all, like, in essence, begging men. <laughs> Hell no, bro. <laughs> no I was dignity. Never, I would never let those comics, bro, who just, who are, who, I would never one of those comics that didn't have a show that night, but went to go hang out at the comedy store. <laughs> like, if I didn't have a show, you didn't see me hanging out anywhere. Like, if I don't have a show, hanging out somewhere is like, it's a waste of time. 
A lot of people say that you have to hang out. You don't have to hang out, man. You don't have to hang out. She, I don't want to, like Joe Diaz said, you show up, you see the fucking stats faces. Well, I remember when he was doing the show at the Brea um, Improv um, before he was doing his podcast, even before Beauty and the Beast. Motherfucker showed up, would show up over there. Oh, I just stumbled upon here. Really? You stumbled upon over here with your suit and your little hat. I don't know, man, why they want to, these guys, these young comics want to hang out, man. As a young comic, I was, I was always on stage, man. I was on an open mic. And then after, uh, after the open mic, I went to go eat with the people that were I was open micing with. Like, when I was open micing, I would go eat afterwards with Jamie Kennedy. He was one of the comics. Freddie Soto or whatever other comic that was around with, um, a female comedian named Cynthia Levine. Um, these other, uh, other um, Brian Holtzman. We were all just go eat, bro. And it was just our class of comedians and we'll just talk about comedy you know like who's your favorite you know we'll talk shit about other comedians <laughs> but totally of, natural we, we didn't go hang out like try to kiss ass bro or in essence not hanging out networking no man <laughs> no man there's no networking with these guys and um what's up fool hey what's up playboy you know there was no hanging out bro kissing ass you know, you already did your hanging out years. Those are done. Yeah, man. Um, I don't even want to go hang out if I know the comedian, bro. Because <laughs> I'm gonna make him nervous. What the fuck, Felipe, doing here, bro? Supposed <laughs> to do a guest spot or what? <laughs> right away, it's gonna come to your mind. What else is gonna come to your mind? Yeah, man. Like, like I know some comedians that show up if the comedian doesn't like him just to fuck with him, bro. <laughs> like, you're about like you're about to go up. But then fucking Steve Trevino or Colin Mencia shakes your hand before you go up. Yeah, a, that <laughs> little psychological assault? Yeah. If you can't handle it, then it fucks with you. I know, man. They, they psych you. I have a good step, bro. I'm going to do a guest spot right after you, go, right after you headline. <laughs> uh, dude, you told me that crazy story. It has nothing to do with this. It has to do with, like, thieving uh, when uh, Big Butt um, was uh, supposedly doing the devil's material. That fool drove all the way to Bakersfield, you said, and watched him the whole set in the back. Oh yeah, cigarette. I forgot about that. Yeah, er, yeah. <laughs> Ernie G. That fool was. Ernie G. Was supposedly doing um the devil's material, <laughs> right? But he wasn't really doing it. He was just asking questions too. <laughs> he was doing all his punchlines for the questions. Oh, and the crowd work and all. Yeah, that? he was doing crowd work and doing the devil's punchlines, bro. Like so, yeah, you could say he was doing his stuff. But this fool followed him to Ventura. And then to Bakersfield. Two nights? Two Ooh. nights, bro. Shut up. Who has that much time, Doc? <laughs> he does, Doc. He went, he sat in the back with, and it just was angry to the whole show, right? Because he was killing. Oh, dude. Then, that's worse. I mean, Bob's fucking, dude. And then he just fucking left. And then he followed that fool to the next show in Bakersfield, bro. Like, what are you going to do? I don't know, fool. That I mean, presence, right? Of intimidation? I mean, if someone's doing my material... I'm not going to go to Bakersfield and watch it again. <laughs> Make him, see him do it wrong? You could tell him, like, he, could, he was afraid to maybe confront him or start a fight. Man, that's, that's a lot of energy, bro. In the trenches, though. I had, I had fucking um, Jimmy Nucha money, bro. <laughs> can never do the fuck I want, Doc. <laughs> can do what I want, Doc. <laughs> yeah, dude, had a lot of gas money back then, huh? 
Yeah, man. So what's up, fool? Chilling, Who's bro. crying out there in the comedy world, bro? You know, and the Latino comedian. A lot of Latino comedians I never heard of, bro. Oh, hell yeah, coming up, man. Some guy named Bebo or Bibio. Yeah, the little dude, a little crooked, a little bit. Oh, he's crooked? I, didn't I think know so, that. yeah, yeah. I did a show with him a long time ago, like two years ago. So the weights fell on him or what? I don't know what's wrong with him. I think he has some sort of condition. Let's just say he can't skateboard. There is too many com- comedians with conditions, bro. <laughs> Josh Blue, like, you know, started that revolution, right? The Flacco, bro. <laughs> They bring that fool up in a hearse now. For <laughs> <laughs> real, bro. His, during his show, bro, he has pop bearers carrying them. That would be funny. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I thought you should do a little special. That'd be hilarious. Flacco comes in and they carry him with a stretcher, dog. <laughs> Y'all are dressed and, like a vampire. And, and stand him up oh, and man. powder him. All right, bro, do the comedy show. <laughs> oh, you're killing me over here, dog. So yeah, man. I'm look out on Willie Barsena just rec- is recording a new one hour special yeah. at, the at the Ice, Ice House. House. Look out for that, people. Um, he had Orlando helping him out from El Paso. Orlando. I don't know if we cut off his name from the last episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad that he's doing it himself, you know, and not waiting for somebody to ask him. Like a lot of a lot of um, comedians. From the generation that I started, we used to always wait for somebody to give us something like, oh, man, I'm waiting for a Tonight Show. I'm, I'm saving that material for, my, for the Letterman. I'm saving this material for the Tonight Show. Come Fuck, Central. you're fucking 40 now, dog. <laughs> Don't you, you ever, like, that fucking, you, who, who, you fucking didn't want to give that material to Arsenio. <laughs> you were waiting for the Tonight Show. Jay Nutter left. That fool doing other shows in fucking uh, New York now. <laughs> right? Fuck it, I'll give it to fucking comedy time for $25. <laughs> Maybe I'll blow up that way. Fool, I did three shows for them, bro. $75. Yeah, yeah. And one of them, my name is misspelled. Uh-huh. It's F-I-L-I-P-E. Philippe. Philippe, dog. The French version. I always tell people, man, are you if you're going to do a comedy show, and you're going to give them the best five minutes, Make sure you at least you get five hundred dollars, bro. <laughs> at least, Scale? at least, there's people giving away their ass for a hundred now. Oh, fuck, for free, hey, bro, bro! I have a I, I have a web series, dog. I need twenty comedians. All I can pay is fifty dollars. <laughs> and then this person sells it to Netflix. Oh yeah, dude. He yeah. makes what two? Just say he makes five grand. Hey, at least you're on Netflix now, bro. <laughs> Fifty dollars, bankless, and the comedy was bad. <laughs> Badass isn't good. Bad as it's horrible. <laughs> like at least Cisco said, "Don't put me up." <laughs> yeah, man. So we have a guest today, bro. Yeah, dude. He knows, bro, about selling yourself for fifty dollars. Oh yeah, he's been around, dude. He knows, bro, about comedians. Not giving a work, another southern man. I always knew you were gonna make it, dog. <laughs> Wait, are we talking about me? <laughs> what is this? Yeah, cheering for you, man. We were cheering for you from yeah. day one. You're always on Team Taylor. You were cheering for me when you defeated me on Last Comic Standing. Yeah, man. <laughs> you were che- you had my back the whole time, huh? Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> and when you were you. working uh, when you're working sound at the improv, bro. Oh, that was. Wait, who are you talking about? Wait, I'm talking about fucking who, what's his name? Who, uh, Eric Schwartz? Eric Schwartz. <laughs> Eric Schwartz works sound at the improv. Yeah, but when I first day. started, we were working the sound. By the way, I loved your conversation. I I understood half of what you were talking about. Not like I could I could hear yeah. what you're saying, but I didn't know 
what on earth you're talking about. Like when you got to like Flacco, I'm like, I don't know what's happening anymore. But... <laughs> oh, the comedian named Flacco. I love him though. Yeah, he's good. Skinny, right? Oh, <laughs> you didn't get the part I, about I, the I stretcher. You didn't get the part about the stretcher, right? I mean, I didn't know if I was supposed to laugh or not. No, it you, sounded you're real. supposed to die, bro. Because <laughs> <laughs> Flacco is a, a friend of ours, but he has morphin sense. Uh, it's a condition. It's a condition. And morphin syndrome. He chose it to a fiend. <laughs> but the thing is, he parties and he drinks and stuff, so sure. he has to go to the ER every now and again. Yeah, totally. and then and then um, you, you thought you were gonna get, you thought you were gonna sign autograph at the end, but now nah, you got to take Flaco to the hospital now. <laughs> <laughs> I could have saw merch, bro. You take Flaco to the ER. <laughs> You're holding him like that Aztec dude in the in the. Dentist. But he also he's <laughs> addicted to opium too at the same time. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly, the cocktail. Oh, Kills your pain. Suits yeah. it. This is my favorite podcast ever. Can I just say that? <laughs> yeah, you can say that, bro. I don't even want to talk. I just want to be here listening to you, you could guys listen, talk. Dog. <laughs> Put your headphones on, boy. I don't like. I don't like a headphone. A lot of it's people gross. don't. It's gross. Comedian ear juice. You know. I always stay. That's why I always wipe them. That doesn't bother me, man. I picked up headphones, earbuds, put them in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> but then they were mine. I'll do it. I'll do that if I'm all edibled out. <laughs> I think earbuds is, is something you can um, pretty much steal, bro. If someone lays it there, because I've I've left ten. Earbud headphones, oh, dude, and they lost took them, bro. Grips of them. Oh yeah, you just gotta wipe them down real fast. Yeah, little, little Purell. I saw wipe. ones at my audition. Snatch. <laughs> Radio Shack. Snatch. Oh yeah, always. Little, oh fool! I went up? to an audition the other day, How'd and, it go? and there was one of the auditions where I didn't want to go because um, I just didn't want to audition. You know, I'm tired of it. <laughs> I suck. I'm horrible. <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't listen to the acting coach. I show up high to the to the. Oh, fucking acting coach class. And then I just, I don't know, man. When the acting coach is talking, I just want to tell him, man, listen, man, you're not even a act, working actor. You write books, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know, man? I'm out there doing it, bro. You gave up. He never gives you the speech. You're like... teaching, dog. <laughs> and I, I don't give a fuck if you taught, fucking, uh, you taught Andy Garcia, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck who you taught. He makes more money now than most actors, though. Yeah, and um, <laughs> that's that's the hook right there, right? Yeah, I mean, the real. acting coach isn't making shit. No, acting coach is making the money. I know. Yeah, oh, I know, man. And um, for real, did so, it ever hit you up though and say, uh, if you ever get a, you know, oh that role and you need a dad? Oh, be when I went over there, <laughs> I was talking to the acting coach the other day. He goes. He goes, um, oh, so you got you got the role. You didn't call me to help you out, and I looked and I thought, looked at him. What I need you though? I already got the role. <laughs> That's it. I mean, what do I want to keep spending money on you? <laughs> what your fortune teller? They want that residual income, huh? I know, man. <laughs> he probably wants to meet everybody over to on the set, bro. We could show off to everybody. <laughs> to the producers, get him a guest starring role, man. We're not gonna need you anymore, Felipe. We got the real guy. <laughs> Is that what he's thinking, dude? <laughs> fuck out of here. Dude. I know, man. Like, And then, like... Leeches, bro. So, <laughs> I went through a lot of acting classes. And so far, the only person that ever helped me was you and Adam Murray, bro. <laughs> hey, buddy. You got to help me on that. Get that role. It, it's funny when Adam Murray... I know when he when I got it, he was like, I could have got that, too. <laughs> <laughs> I coached him. They're the he, same composite, when I see buddy. him, he goes, man, when you got that role on Superstore... It felt like I got it too. 
<laughs> Just don't get baldery. <laughs> Yeah. Who's the producer? What's He's always address? asking. I've heard of him. <laughs> yeah, my friend that I'm doing an acting class with says that he really knows him, and he's going to give him my headshot, and I know Felipe, so maybe next time. <laughs> Can you get me on that? I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> you get along with Nico? <laughs> oh, I know Nico. I like Nico, man. Nico's cool on the show, bro. <laughs> he was killing me, bro. Why, fool? Because uh, Natasha Leguero... She got a small little role on the show as a shoplifter. <laughs> Don't get cussed too. She goes, I love when she was on that show. And then and then um I showed up and I said, Hi, how you doing? Remember me? Last comment standing. <laughs> Hi. I want a sitcom now. <laughs> Cause she turned down Nico on Last Comment Standing. Oh, really, dude? And then now uh, when um, she was on the show, uh, he was the one that was talking was got her fired for shoplifting on the show. <laughs> oh, so his character so got back good, bro. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'm a regular on the show, and I'm um, just a guest starring. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, Nico will be on in two weeks, people. Bitching, dude. Uh, wait, uh, wait, when do you? I guess you don't have. You can't relate to this. I guess. Um, what's your name, by the way? Rodrigo. Rodrigo. I met you at Flappers. Remember? Ah, uh, great to see you again, man. I, I'm, <laughs> it's all good. Can dude. I call you Diga? Can I call you Diga? Rigo. Rodrigo. But Diga, I have a name Rodrigo. He goes by Diga. Is that not a thing? Is that just him? He's weird. That guy's fake, bro. I'm, I'm white. I don't know. He's fake, bro. That guy's fake. He's, he's, <laughs> he's from like I don't know. He's but, afraid of three syllables, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Rodrigo, pleasure. What up, fool? We have Tyler right here, people. Taylor. Taylor. Whatever. Williamson. I was thinking Tyler Smith. Mexican people call me Tyler. I had my a nanny growing up. She's my family and lived in my home, you know, Mexican. Uh, Do you have a picture with girl hugging her a couple weeks ago? Oh, oh yeah, no yeah. Okay. Oh, we read. The, we, I read what you said about her. Oh, thanks, man. I said, oh, that was a good one. Thanks. You Very know. sweet. I try to get my Mexican fan base up, you know. This <laughs> uh, fool. But uh, she still calls me Tyler, and I, she's known me for thirty years. Tyler with a th. It's <laughs> 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 Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> Rub my thigh, Tyler. <laughs> That's funny, man. Um, so you, my mom used to take care of some kid in Beverly Hills. She was a nanny too. Yeah, he yeah. told me that fool ran that, in guy's house oh one my time, God. right? Idiot kid. So <laughs> that kid had no love but my mom. Like his dad, millionaire, mom, Careers, millionaire. Eh? They would just come for work and hi, put him down. Then my mom would put him to sleep. Crazy. Your mom killed him. Yeah, my mom would put him to sleep. <laughs> And um, fool, with her big titties. And, uh, <laughs> Wait, what? And, uh, this fool, and, uh, this fool. <laughs> and um, oh this kid, when he was older, he ran away and somehow made it to our house. He wanted to live with us. How do you find out where you guys live, dog? White people, bro. They have <laughs> <laughs> this fool, dog. He probably asked everybody, you know a lady named Rafaela? Oh, my God, dude. And then they fucking they just triggered, I guess. <laughs> and then... um. He made it all the way to the pad. He 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 went out. He was like, my mom said, "Oh, what happened?" My mom said she got on a bus and took that fool back. Damn, dude, that's some heavy shit right there, dog. Did she even make the parents come get the kid? Nah. <laughs> yeah. See, my mom was one of the hardworking Latina moms that would work, spend drive on one hour to take out take care of one kid and leave me alone to take care of four kids. <laughs> <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. She dog. escorted the white kid on back to his home. Yeah. And just was like, You guys are yeah. fine. But maybe it says more about you guys she, that she knows that you guys are fine and the white poor white kid can't take care yeah, of Yeah man, so. white people are lost, bro. Yeah. <laughs> They're confused. <laughs> yeah. They need a Latina. 
to teach them how to say the basic words like more leche, please. <laughs> What's up, fool? This guy was an America's <laughs> Got Talent, bro. Hell yeah, dude! Right there, selfieing it up with uh, killing Heidi it. Klum. I want to yeah. talk about Last Comic Standing, though. Let's talk about it, bro. Yeah, man. Well, I would. One. I would. Yeah. So this is what I was gonna say. You're the person who can't relate to this, but I would. When do I stop? Stop hating the judges who rejected me from Last Comic Standing five years before I did it with you. Never, bro. <laughs> yeah. I still hate the people that I still hate <laughs> the, the judges that didn't like me when I was on. <laughs> oh, right. Like when I. I Two other yeah, times. Me too. Me too. I don't want to say the names because I. I'll uh, say them. You guys are more open about that than I am. I'm, you're it's all good. Uh, no, I respect it though. But like, Andy Keller, he's been on the show. Craig Robinson hasn't. Natalia Gerald never been on the show. Oh, but no, those guys were cool though. I'm talking about like years before the judges, like Margaret Smith. No, <laughs> what? Margaret Smith. <laughs> She's very funny, bro. Oh yeah, I confess so. Kathy Madigan. There was a season where there was other judges uh, who I don't know who they were, but uh, one guy went, "I'm gonna stop you" because the other person just went, "Ugh." And then, uh, and then, who's that? I don't dude? know. Aunt, probably. <laughs> who knows? And then the other judge look went. That shit up, the dude. other judge went. Um, yeah, you talk about this, or you talk about this, or you talk about this, so you don't have segues. That was the cr- constructive criticism on my performance. Now when I see them, I'm rip my chair right now. I All see right, them at a club. Girl. I want to be like. I want to fight you right now. I still have, even though I have a career now. You still have that, even though you won the show. Hell yeah! <laughs> when I when I didn't get past the second time, I saw Kathleen Madigan, and um, she just cut me off right away, right, right, whatever, right. And then I I got mad. I went to her. I, went, I found her on Facebook. I said, "Listen, man, I don't care. I don't know who you are. I never heard of you, <laughs> but you put me and you in the same room. I'm gonna take half of your audience. You go. You I'll put you in my show." You ain't gonna take nobody. What do you mean take the audience? I'm a half of our audience gonna love fans. me and they're gonna be my fans. I love like comedy gangster threats. Like when like that is like when Kevin Hart and uh, Mike Epps were fighting. Kevin Hart is like Mike Epps, you don't stop this. I'm gonna I'm gonna come to cities where you're headlining and I'm gonna sell, oh, do a show at a, at a at a stadium next to your theater show. I remember that. I'm <laughs> just like uh, I love it. it's like no, I'm not gonna hurt you, but I'm gonna like I'm a yeah, my, yeah. My, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Battle the egos then. Oh, so I'm going to steal half your fan base. You can't steal any of my fan which is probably true. So she responded, though. That is true. What'd she say? And then she said, uh, oh, I'm, you are, I realize you are funny, man, and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but see, this is the, the, the kicker, bro. When I was, after she turned me down, she was the only one, um, my manager at the time was there, Pat Buckles, and she showed up, and she said, hi, Pat, hi, Pat, you know, all happy. And then Pat goes, hi, how are you? And she, then she asked, how, what are you doing here, Pat? Oh, I'm here. She check out my boy, and she gives me a hug, and then she realized I was with Pat. She put her head down, so that told me that if she knew I was with Pat, she would have passed me. She didn't do her homework. Yeah, yeah. I so think she felt bad after that. Yeah. Well, so yeah, man. Misstepped. But you know, and and I try to as I get older, I try to have empathy for the other side of the business a little bit. You know, like these people are doing. Like, listen, they were offered probably fifteen, thirty thousand dollars an episode. I don't know what people get. Right. We would. That's a lot. I I bet I bet fifteen. Honestly, for nice NBC back then, you know, and uh, their job is to say yes and no and be controversial. You know, like our season, I think it got it got canceled <laughs> like the fiftieth time on the season you won because the judges were kind, respected, respected kind comedians and they weren't gonna shit on other comedians Good but then the, the other season they were all like and those he's all about because that's that's what he loved to do so uh i don't know it was their job to be negative and picky i'm sure that they it was not with love 
I don't know. Talk to me in like five years. I'll talk so much more shit. <laughs> well, what if they make you a judge this year? What would you do? To be honest, you know what's funny? After they did America's Got Talent, they brought back Last Comic Standing the next year, and then the there was a thirty like a three minute conversation of would you? There was a conversation with my manager. Would you consider being a judge this next year? You know, I remember like the yeah. people were like, like hating on whoever for getting the judging position. Art, right, you're like maybe Natasha because she was like younger generation. Like who is she to judge? She got a job. I don't know. You know what I mean? I I said. I'll have to think about it. It didn't get far enough for me to really have to make a decision. I would probably say yes, because it's like, and I would be very open about like, what am I doing here? I'd play that angle on it, you know? I think they shouldn't have um, comedians who are, are are really known as judges, you know, because they don't really want to judge. They should have managers. You get a club owner that nobody likes, like Jay Masada up there. <laughs> <laughs> Tuesday nights. <laughs> you get Jay Masada as one of the comedy judges. And then another uh, another comedian that's been doing it for 30 years but never really made it. So that guy will have a lot of shit to say, dog. <laughs> oh, my God. That's you get funny. somebody that grew that started that's comedy funny. with Jeffrey Ross and Sarah Silverman but, they, they, but never made it. I'm trying to think of who that would be. <laughs> I mean, I can think of 50, 50 people. That's oh, a, oh, the Italian comedian from uh, Artie Lang. DePaula? DePaula. Some, oh. Somebody like that. Nick DePaula? Yeah, somebody like that. <laughs> tear you some, up. Somebody like that who kind of really, really is out there, but not really like selling out shows like Kevin Hart. That guy would be a good judge. Nick DePaula. Jay Masada. That's actually good, like, but he's actually like he's, he has a career and stuff. But you're, you're saying a guy who just doesn't care. He's not worried about losing it. Yeah, he's right, not worried right, about right. not superstar. Nick DePaula yeah. would be a perfect judge on Last Comic Standing because <laughs> Terry, your new ass. He don't want. He's not there to make fucking friends no more. Nah. He don't care about the business. He don't care about getting a development deal. He don't care about who he crushes. Nah. He'd be the best judge. Truth. Andy was good too, but yeah. Greg Girardo, the good judge. Uh, he's been around. You know what I got on that show? Uh, for the two judges, uh, Andy was like, yes, and then Natasha's yes, and then Greg, and he's like, well, they uh, they give you two yeses, so I my vote doesn't matter, so I guess you're going through. <laughs> and, I'm just, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, my God, my favorite comedian. No fair and impartial. Oh, yeah. man. One, one of the best ones was Greg Giraldo when he was um, judging these comic, comics, and they were all half something, half black, half white, half Asian, half this, half that. And then there was one guy who was... Um, Half Asian, half Latino, half white, half <laughs> Indonesian, Damn. half all that. And Greg Girardi goes, listen, man, I'm going to say yes to your Latino side, but no to everything else. So no. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of no. No. <laughs> too many and then, there was another dude. comedian that we know. I forgot who he was. He was talking about his ailments and this and that. He was Edwin. Oh, yeah, and really? told him, are you all right, bro? <laughs> <laughs> it was too oh real. Oh, my God, I feel so, I feel so bad. <laughs> I don't know if I should say no or call a doctor. <laughs> don't say no. <laughs> so what was it like for you, man, now that you won, um, you're popular on um, America's Got Talent? I lost. You lost. But, but now, yeah, you know, people cool. are realizing you're not a Trump supporter. No, now they know. And then, Yeah, I, they're I, like, I, you're not part of America. You know, uh, <laughs> I love I love your your point you just made. You know, what a great sentence. Now that now that you 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 got second place on the show, now people know you're not a Trump supporter. I guess because people nobody knew who I was to know if I was or wasn't, but now they know because they know who I am. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. 
I like basically. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, like I don't the know. Either. Right here, right? <laughs> the re-question. Did you ever? Was there ever a point where you worried about posting stuff? Like, hell I, no. <laughs> you? Well, sure. I mean, it's funny. I don't like, post most a lot of stuff though. Sure. Like today, I posted um something. I don't put controversial. I don't even know what controversial stuff is. <laughs> <laughs> so I just post stuff. Then people get people get upset. Like today, I got a lot of trolls because I said that I'm more afraid of. I'm not afraid of black people with hoodies that I am afraid of white guys with hoods. Wow. And then and then somebody and then some guys people were offended. Or who was offended? White people. Confederate flag trolls. <laughs> oh, are you offended the the white supremacists and the Nazis? Yeah. All oh, right. <laughs> Uh, then, yeah. I, then after that, but you want to offend white trolls? Just mention slavery, Mexicans, <laughs> abortion, oh, and black people invented rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! <laughs> it's my fucking page started lighting up, bro. <laughs> I thought I won the fucking lotto. Tell you that we won't stop. <laughs> I do struggle with like what not to post. I don't want to offend certain people, but then I'm like. If I post like a nice thing about like how I'm I support uh, uh, I'm against I don't even like going the women's march. I was worried about posting. I went to the women's march, you know, because I don't want to offend people. I don't lose fan base. It's a women's march for women. If you're against women, I, I don't care about losing your money, you know. Like, and if I really, I'm pro uh, immigrants who are here, who came here and uh, aren't the most legal people. But they're good people working hard and they're doing nice things. And I think it's important to recognize that. Right. And I, I, I posted that thing. And then, I don't know, I do worry about... You get backlash for that? Yeah. But yeah, I, but it's like, but the concern about posting is I'm going to lose fans. Or I'm going to hurt myself trying to sell a TV show. I don't want to alienate things. But then I'm like, the Trump stuff I've written is like, I'm against bullies. I'm against uh, misogyny. I'm against uh, ant- uh, inciting anti-Semitism and hatred. So I'm not... To me, that's not politics. That's the conclusion that I'm at right now today. I'm talking humanity. Right, I'm not right, talking right, right. politics. People. People don't get the difference. It's all, it's, yeah, it's all ideology stuff. But I mean, from right when I was on America's Got Talent, I would post a, a post. Everything I posted, I, I offended people. You know, it's people who like, like your page, but not really your fans, you know? Yeah. So those people have been slowly weeded out, I think. Like, I, Over time. I posted on it. But I got scared at first, though, because I've never had this thing somebody to lose before. So I was very scared. I'm not like the, uh, the ju- I'm not a good judge for a show, maybe, because I do have something to lose, you know? And uh, like, uh, I remember posting out like, a sign that says, um, do not uh, lean on this. So I took a picture of me leaning on it saying I'm a motherfucking gangster or something. It's a, cu- a cute little post, you know? It's a cute. <laughs> a little cutesy post. And I had people write, you're disgusting. I can't believe you're cursing. My children look at this thing. I can't believe I voted for you. Like, I, so then it's like Why that. Why you sh- show your children for, stupid? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, though. I mean, oh like, it's God. not my, but, so that's still in my head a little bit when I, before I post stuff, but it's way less than it was a couple of years ago when I was on the show, you know? But, as opposed to religious thing, but it's not anti-religion. But people find everything offensive. Then the thing I get all the most, I still get. Wow, I remember when you used to be funny. You're not funny, Mark. They don't like one post I posted for free that's not in my stand-up act. You know, idiots don't even know, man. That comedians get funnier and funnier every year. So <laughs> fuck you. Everybody wants that's to have a true, voice. Though. You get better. You're funnier oh, now than you were on that on um, AGA. ADG, whatever it is, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> too many, too many abbreviations. Yeah. America's Got Talent. I like acronyms. You should get on the go on the AGT. Would you do it? I don't even know. Yeah, they let me on, but I can't be on it because I already won another no, reality show. That's they let you on. I'll do it. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Just act like you were on Last Comic Standing, or Those, your storyline would be 
I haven't won a reality show in a few years, and I'm, I don't know what to do. Yeah. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I get attacked by trolls every day. Um, AGA, yeah, America's Got Talent. AGT. I was confused because what's the other one? Make MAGA, it. Make America Great, right? Yeah. There was a guy wearing a T-shirt at our show. Yeah. In Spokane. White, so, uh, him, uh, a white person? Uh, white. Oh, well, yeah, Spokane's white all white. Oh, Spokane is all white people. Yeah. No, no, but they're all white, but not at my show. <laughs> our show was three quarter percent Latino. Really? Where, Where do they come from? Bro, they come from two miles away, two hours away, three <laughs> yeah. hours away. Yeah. They drive, bro. When when Felipe Esparza perform, it's like the Mecca, bro. You gotta make a pilgrimage to my show. I'm, hey, a, I'm, a, I'm in Albuquerque this this month, next month, and there's a guy who's driving six hours to see my show. From wow. Oklahoma City, bro. It's an event. That's cool. That's special. It doesn't really matter to me if they're if I'm in Nashville, bro. Latinos will drive to see me. We don't need the white guys there. Latinos will show up. What if you're in Japan? We got the military Latinos that will show up. <laughs> well, I got you, you covered, you dog. Gotta figure it out. <laughs> I cannot throw a, a rock without hitting somebody named Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> See that? I'm so jealous. Like, as I'm Jewish, there's no Jew- cool Jewish following. That's not a thing, you know. I don't. I'm not like. Oh, I dude, didn't even know you were Jewish, bro. Th- thank you. I don't tell people. I, I want to. How did you know that? I think he posted something up or something like that. Yeah, you know my problem is my name's Taylor Williamson. My mom's like Goldberg Jewish, like the pro wrestler, you know. So it's like we get it, you're Jewish, but like I talk about, I'm very. Sensitive. That's her last name, Goldberg. Uh her maiden name, yeah. And uh, is that funny to you? Yeah, because now he's the Goldberg, the wrestler, but I don't, I don't, I don't know he was Jewish. Who's, who's the world? He's the universal champion now. He's yeah. 50 years old. My childhood hero is the champion again. <laughs> But listen, but, but like there's no, ju- oh, so I, even like when I post something about being Jewish online, I, I, I feel like I have to be very clear that I'm actually Jewish, that I'm not making fun of Jewish people because my name is Taylor Williamson and I'm very handsome in the face, you know, and people don't know that I'm Jewish. You look, you look, you look like a cleaner version of Artie Shafir, bro. <laughs> that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Thank you very much. He, but he's the most clear Jewish man that's ever lived. It's like Ari <laughs> Shafir, like, okay, we get it. You're Jewish. No, but his face, bro. Yeah, he. Yeah, that's what he's saying. <laughs> You're a cleaner version. Wait, so what do you say? I don't know. He looks more Jewish than you, but you like yeah, a cleaner yeah. version. Yeah, he looks Jewish. Yeah, he has a smaller nose, less less um, beard. That's why. Yeah, tell less horns. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Jewish people have horns. <laughs> I like how you're trying to save yourself. Well, I didn't even know Jewish people had horns. Yeah, I don't know that part of uh, of. Uh, that's just like a derogatory. It's part okay. of circumcision. I just know the beard, the nose. <laughs> it's part of the circumcision. Is you, the have the, you have the horns chopped off. <laughs> But I don't know about the horns. <laughs> but is it, why do I have a Jewish like these Persian guys got a, a oh a big time bro? Thing, the yeah, takes yeah, some evil. Yeah, like, I, I, take off on a carpet. How do something. I get like? <laughs> how do I get like a Jewish following? Like there's too many types of Jews. Too many types of Jews. There's Hasidic. Sure. Yeah, but then I there's think the hardcore ones. Then the Jewish, the the Seinfeld comedians. Well, I think like you know like Seinfeld, I, heard that. I, think, like, I don't know what you're talking about, but I love it. Seinfeld the, Jewish people. Yeah, Seinfeld, Jewish. Seinfeld Jewish. Then I'm only Jewish, you know, when it comes to you know meetings, the holidays, the holidays. Yeah. I still celebrate Christmas though. Yeah. Meetings and the holidays. <laughs> then there's a Jewish guy with the ugly hats with the hair. <laughs> the round ones that look little, like a mousetrap. <laughs> little beanies. <laughs> What is happening? I just turned this into like a clan rally, I think. <laughs> no, not yet. Yarmulke. No, the big hat. The oh, one that, the one. The ones yeah. that had the little coats. I, I the sat next coats, to them bro, yeah. um, on the way to Chicago, on the way back from Chicago. They were speaking Hebrew. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because you're a woman. What kind oh, of Jew yeah. was that? I don't know. What, are they Hasidic Jews? Yeah. They sit next to prostitutes, though. 
I still live in the Sopranos. <laughs> was that on Sopranos? Yeah. He goes, I make that little curl. What, what, what did that hooker say? Do you sleep with that Jewish guy? Shit. I make those curls spin. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. So anyways. So what's up, man? So did, um, what, what happened after you won, man? Did you blow up? Second place still winning because I, I don't even know who won that year. Yeah, right? Who won? More, I don't know. It was more hype with you. The Japanese dancer, man. <laughs> See? No, I don't care. Nobody knows. You know what's funny? People come up to me like after every one of my shows, like literally every show. Someone's like, I can't believe like, I won. He's Japanese. And I'm like, you know, I mean, he's my, my friend, you know. I used, to, I used to tell jokes about how, like, how I hate Japanese people and stuff, but super tongue in cheek, like the most goofy, silliest, clearly not racist, you know? And then uh, people come to me, yeah, I agree with you. And they say like racist stuff about Japanese people. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I was joking the whole time. He's my friend. I'm not, you think I'm terribly, like, I, I'm racist now? And then, um, they're like, well, what do you? What is he doing? He's I never, I haven't heard of him. And I'm like, well, because you don't follow him on Facebook, and like that's why you haven't heard of him. And he's traveling around the world, making like twenty thousand dollars at private appearances around the world all day. So, I mean, but I mean, I'm doing better than him though. Who was the winner? I just told Some you. Japanese dude. He just dances. Yeah, have little shoes on. <laughs> I like how I just shit. spent twelve <laughs> minutes telling you who won, and then hey, who won? Here's his name, bro. Let's all look him up. <laughs> he's he is making twenty thousand dollars a show. Kenichi. People come to me and they call him like, uh, they call me Yamaha. They call him Yamaha. But they're not trying to be funny even. Like, what? I can't believe they say, oh, they don't say Samsung. They say, like, they, they say, they say, they say, Yamaha. I've gotten Konichiwa. Benihana. So, what was, that, what was that beef you had, bro, two years ago with Hannibal Burris on Twitter? Done, <laughs> done, done. There's no, uh, who that started off? Yeah, what happened? I was like, what are these two nice guys arguing about it? Who's nicer? That's funny that I, I, I know what you're That's talking about. That's how I about. saw it. I said, what are my two friends arguing for? There's no, I mean, he's my friend. I mean, it was, uh, there's no, literally no beef at all. I love that you know, you're the only person who saw that, which is very I funny. I did see it, bro. I was like, I don't know who to root for here. <laughs> I wrote something about, and then uh, he wrote, it, he, it was weird because we hadn't, we hadn't talked in a while. Like I said, I made some joke and he made the joke really mean though. <laughs> like, I don't what know. What was the joke? I don't know. I mean, I literally haven't thought about this since the tweet. You're, you're trying to like stir up problems on this podcast. No, bro, I'm not <laughs> stirring up problems. Because I remember, I remember, I'm genuinely concerned. I'm genuinely concerned, bro. <laughs> I need to know the answer, though. <laughs> you're a nice guy. He's yeah. a nice guy. What the hell? What was the beef about? I think he was trying to be funny, and then, uh, or he didn't get. I was trying to be funny, and then he took it to another level. But we're cool. But then, to the level you took it, bro, was like, oh, motherfucker. I didn't. I didn't do that. Yes, you did. What happened? He what? said. He said, "Yeah, man. I know your shows are empty." I remember I said I. I was something like I don't know. It was. I was just tweet a tweet thing. I just. Uh, it was like I said something about if you want to open. He's like. I'm you're famous. And I was like, you want if you can open for me if you want. And then he's he said something like like way meaner though. <laughs> like he took a good one though, dog. That one you said right there. You want to open for me? But I'm being silly though. Yeah, clearly because he's very successful. He's way more successful than that. That's right. My, my humor is coming right, right, from. Right. And then he he said something like super like <laughs> other level low blow. But but I mean, I'm hoping he meant to be funny because we yeah man cool. you let him get contact lenses after that. <laughs> contact lenses. Yeah, he started wearing glasses? glasses after that fight. Oh, I see. Because he knocked my my I'm I'm I have trouble seeing my vision's poor now. I see. I see your joke. How do I get this Hispanic following? I'm just I'm on your show. This is gonna happen. I think right? you should bring your nanny bro. with you, dude. Be listen on stage and do this is what I, I could do that in San Diego. I'm from San Diego. I'm from Del Mar. Oh, really? Yeah. Del Mar, bro. I used to go there for the races. <laughs> yeah, Viva la Raza. I know that. 
Vatos Locos. Yeah. <laughs> uh, chinga tu madre. You, you're gonna say, um, Hijo de la chingada. <laughs> say it again. Hijo, Hijo de la chingada. Hijo de, de la chingada. There you go. That's it. Just like that. To say that? Just in the same tone as that. To whom do I say that? Just say it whenever, bro. Whenever you're on stage and then you hear, like, Hijo de la chingada. I <laughs> should get a big laugh. Pinche güero. Hijo de la chingada. Like, like, more like you son of I know mija. Is hijo like mija? Hijo is the um, son. Mijo means like my son. But hijo is son? Hijo, hijo oh, is son. Oh, son of the chingada. Oh, son of the fuck. What's yeah. fucking... What's chingada? Chinga is fuck. Chinga is fuck. But chingada is like... So son of the fucker. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you for the Spanish class. So what was it like to go on tour with um, AGT? <laughs> I love you have the craziest conversations and you ask me the worst questions of all time. <laughs> what was it like to tour on the AGT? Because I know when I was touring with last oh, yeah, Candy, I was touring with a bunch of sad faces, bro. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I didn't. The I did two of these tours, you know? So the uh, it's uh, it's interesting because you know we comedians we travel like uh, to the buddy or like independently most of the time for me and uh, uh, it was it's crazy the first tour was a little more fun because it was like on the bus but it was like I became friends with the people and we, we just got off the show we're like I think we're famous now you know maybe because like I mean for for two months I mean AGT is different because it's uh, it's all live and it's all like. Uh, we just, I spent two months around Radio City Music Hall where I'm recognized all the time and like 5,000 people come to the show and leaving. Like, I'm in like a little bubble where I'm like a celebrity. You know what I mean? Like, it's like weird. Every, then I go on a tour. Right afterwards, I go on a tour. And everywhere I go, people know who I am. Like, it was like four months of being like super famous just in, in context, you know? And uh, so that was really special and like really fun and weird. And it was overwhelming. It was kind of stressful, honestly. But, uh, and, uh, but then I did my own tour for like a year and a half after that. That was gnarly, too. And uh, then I did another tour a couple years ago because it paid very nice. You hosted that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it was cool. I mean, it was nice to be like America's Got Talent ho- hosted by Taylor Williamson. I did, at first, I didn't want to do it because that was sleeping on a bus for seven weeks. Is that what you guys did? Oh, God. So the first tour we did, we had a, a, a coach bus, like a, like a, like a Greyhound-style bus. It was a little nicer than that. A tour little, bus? Very little bit. No, the first tour, the first bus, we were just on like a bus. And then we slept in hotels every night. Which I, I to me I still think is better, but the second tour we had a sleep tour bus. We had almost no hotels except for casino days or off days. Is that what you had? Yeah. What did we had a combination of that? Well, the tour bus was nice. I messed up because like I on the tour bus there's like a there's like there's the living room and then there's like the sleep area then there's like a back living room. I claimed the back living room as my own and everyone else on the tour was like, you can have it. I don't care. And I was like, great. I thought I was being a dick. You know, I was like, I'll sleep on this couch thingy. So I like have my privacy, and I thought I was a genius. But then I turned the uh, the heater up really high because it was like really cold on the bus. And then I got deathly sick, so sick that I would have like canceled shows if I had my own shows. But I had a tour where I'm hosting the shows. I had a week where I was just like, "Hey, I'm Taylor. Welcome to the show." <laughs> Get bubble boy over here. Eh? Because because I learned about germs. You're Mickey. <laughs> I learned about germs on this tour. Tour apparently because it's so like incubate. <laughs> you oh, when the heating, you turn the heater up, the germs incubate in your area. So like, I had a closed off area where only I got sick on my on my tour. Is that a good story? Yeah, I guess. Punk boy, talk shit more. I want to hear more. How skinny is uh, how skinny and tall is Howard Stern in, in person? He's a tall man. He's a sweet, good dude. Have you done a show? Never. Are you, are you a fan? 
I'm a fan of what? Of Howard Stern. <laughs> of uh, AGT or Howard Stern? Um, whatever you want to answer. Howard Stern, yeah. Hey I'm now. a big fan. You hate Hey it. now. You know that's you know where that's from? Yeah, from um that Larry Sanders show. Respect. Him. Hey now. I learned that like fairly recently because I'm not smart. Hey now! You're very knowledgeable though. Now, now I am. Thank you. You're so supportive. Thank you. So I, do, I do now. I do remember you from Flappers. By how the way, many so development deals have you gotten since you won? There was a holding deal on the show. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, it's not. I'll take it. You know. But uh, I'm holding off on the development deals right now. I got offered a, a production company offered me to be uh, exclusive with them for no money, and I said, oh. "I said no, thank you." Serious? That shit, dog. Dude, that's what amazes Talk to my me. dog. <laughs> what amazes me about this business is like how people like they wow, they dude. so they want they like they're hoping you're just super fucking stupid and like like this this company like who I pitched the show to, I pitched a couple shows to them they're like, "Hey, guess what? We're very excited. We'd love to uh, offer you this deal where." You cannot pitch these shows to anyone else but us, and we're not going to pay you. To but I was like, you pitch, you'll let me pitch the shows with you without the whole deal. Yeah, I'm like, okay. So why would I let you be a slave to you for nothing? Like it's it's hilarious. The FBI guys offered me a deal. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a fucking deal. Dude. That's not a deal. That's uh, I'm I'm gonna take advantage of you. Please sign this. Spit on it at least, huh? <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> That's a holding deal from the mob. One of those Don King deals. Wait a minute, Don King. This, this paper has nothing on it. Don't fear it. Don't worry about it. I'll fill in the rest. <laughs> this could be John Hancock. <laughs> it's interesting, though. Even like trying, it's like selling shows and stuff. Like I've, uh, I've had things in development and stuff, and uh, I don't, I'm like so scared of like someone listening and ruining everything. But uh, like when they <laughs> offer, cool. they offer you contracts. They're like, we offer there's a show you create. We we offer you. Uh, uh, zero to ten percent ownership and your exclusivity. You can't do anything else ever, and the, the payment's very low. Is that cool? And then you're like, um, so you're gonna pay me not enough for me even to pay my mortgage, but you're I can't do anything else. And is that cool? And I'm not getting paid the ownership for the show I created. Uh, no, it's not. Oh, okay. Well, what do you think then? Well, why are you? Oh, they they offer you the worst, and then then you have to negotiate back to like reasonable. It's very. I don't like that. It's business in every type of business, but it kind of grosses me out. How do you feel about this? I don't know, man. Give me the money. <laughs> Show me the money. Huh? When I won last coming standing, I had a holding deal for a year, and I and then um, but no, and I had the development deal, but we didn't develop shit. I just met everyone who can help me right now, <laughs> and they're probably I, all gone now too. They're, right? they're all gone. Saw young people working there now, <clears throat> so. The sad thing was that I, I booked a show on Fox at the time. Not book it, but they were looking for me. But then they found out I had a holding deal with NBC. So that Fox studio show closed right there. Suck. They, they closed the whole studio? They closed the deal because I had a development deal with NBC. Was it Bob's Burgers? No. It was something <laughs> else. I don't even know what it was. It doesn't matter. The Simpsons? No, The Simpsons were already on. Ah. Uh. It was um, Border Town. Nah, I wasn't Border Town. It was something else. <laughs> Damn. Bro. Are there any shows with Latino uh, stars on the network television? Hell no, bro. Jewish people own the media. How's that going to happen? <laughs> Superstore. Oh, yeah. America. Superstore has America Ferrera. Um, the Jane the Virgin has um, Gina, Gina, Gina Rodriguez. East Los High has a bunch of people who are in the show. Sofia Vergara yeah. has their show. There's no um, shows, with, shows with Jewish people. 
The, the Goldbergs, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. They got, Dustin Bar- they got Dustin and Barrow in it. Yeah, and Seinfeld, bro. How do I get... Yeah, Seinfeld just started. Yeah. How, how, how do I get on uh, the... Game Gold- of Thrones, bro. There's a lot of Jewish people in that show. I thought Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dragons are Jewish. People don't know that. They you say whores. We're breaking... Oh, shit. We're, break- back, we're breaking news here. Breaking bad, bro. Heim- Heimberg, bro. You're a drug dealer. <laughs> Heisenberg, bro. He has Jewish drug dealer. A German, but it sounds this sounds Jewish. A German I didn't think Jew. about that. It could be German. I, you know, I learned that recently. I thought like Mitch Hedberg was Jewish and stuff. But he wasn't? No, no Bert, he's, Bert. A, he's a cool like a normal white dude. I like a, no, he's cool. He's not Jewish, he's cool. <laughs> no, he's like a, you know, a beach white dude, but what, what is he from the south or something? I remember the open mic Florida, Florida, Florida this, this open mic guy who was lying. He, he, mis- cool he, he mispronounced Mitch Hedberg's name. Yeah, he's open up for Mitch Hindenburg. Oh my god. <laughs> I bet he bombed a lot, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, tell Carlos Mencia's story. <laughs> Which one? Or what, what one? What, what do you we already turned the page on that. <laughs> That's <laughs> Joe Rogan, eh? <laughs> one time I did a show, and then uh, he watched me. And then, I mean, he watched me. He, he did. watched you like this. Huh? And then he, afterwards, he's like, I love that uh, that uh, text message joke. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Very interesting joke. <laughs> That's so he, good. And then he did it, huh? Did he do it or no? I don't know. I, I never watched uh, his specials after that. There's a lot of stuff going on with like people thieving and stuff these days, huh? Wait, you, you steal? I have Felipe. I heard. The, I heard the rumor you guys you steal all these jokes. What jokes? Um, <laughs> all of them. All of them. <laughs> all of them. Matt, they, <laughs> you went back in time and you stole a joke from some guy, and then he did it on Last Comic Standing, and then he did, he did it afterwards, but. He, you did it before, but it's because you stole it in the time machine. I did, bro. <laughs> Back to the future. Kind of fucked up, man. <laughs> we have a fucking Chevrolet truck time machine. <laughs> have you ever had to deal with that shit? People jacking you? Well, you know what I was going to say is I, I've been accused. It's very funny. I've been accused a couple times. but it's really? like, but not, Let's kick their ass, bro. But not like online. Like, uh, I mean, it's, it's one person come up to me that I'm just like, whatever. Like, I got, when I was 20, I got carjacked. And someone who uh, pulled me on my car, they couldn't drive a stick shift. And I had to drive them to the destination. That's a real thing that happened to me. So I talked about it on stage because I'm a comedian and I talk about crazy things, you know? I heard that. I know it's a lot to deal with. So, but then, uh, so then I did it on stage. And then some girl's like, hey, just so you know, some girl in San Jose does that joke. And I'm like, Hey, listen. Diane Warwick or what? <laughs> like, tell, tell the, I'm not going to not, I have so much integrity, like, uh, for yeah, comedy. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to not tell a joke about getting a thing that happened to me that's the craziest thing that's ever happened to me because someone has a joke that says something similar that happened to them. You know, if the same thing happened to them, listen, I said, tell them that God bless them and I wish them well. You know, I don't know. Like, I mean, that's the craziest one. But like I had, it, I did, or I did Craig Ferguson, and I did a joke about uh, uh, someone getting hit on by someone who's like was in like penthouse in like 1967. I told a joke about it, and then uh, and uh, someone's like, "Hey, just you know, some guy in Chicago does that joke," and I'm like, "Well, I'm not gonna not. I already did it on TV. I'm not gonna. You own it already. Well, I, but you own it if you own it. I mean, the, yeah, the TV yeah. thing. It's like I'm from generation two of like, uh, well, I did it on TV, so it's mine. You know, like I cemented it. But listen, I. I'm, if Ronnie Dangerfield did the joke, I'm not going to do it. Or some other comic did it in a special, yeah. I'm not going to do it. But some, some respectfully, I mean, I don't mean about it. An open mic guy in Chicago has a joke similar to what not a joke that I've been doing professionally. I'm not saying he should stop doing it either, but we're all going to move on with our lives and be okay, you know? That's fair, right? Good philosophy. And he, someone should have him murdered too, just to <laughs> eliminate the rest of the problems. You know? You're a killer. I'm not a killer, but I'll hire. Some. I feel. Like- <laughs> 
Felipe, you know somebody, right? I know somebody. Bro. Look at Bugs Moran Seriously, over here, dog. If you had I to, I know somebody right here. Bro, his name right here. <laughs> I know somebody right here. Um, right here, bro. Rigo Nunez will do it, bro. <laughs> or Milo Milo four two zero zero, bro. Wait, I'm ready, bro. I'm actually scared right They're now. They're ready for the phone call. I missed this part, and I'm uncomfortable to be. Uh, affiliated with whatever. <laughs> do you have you seriously had to have someone killed? Like, and you would go to jail and stuff. But do you, do you... If I, there's people I want to kill now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> now you know, funny man, success makes you forget who you want to kill. Like, I, I don't even I don't worry about it. I don't hate nobody. If they hate me, more power to them. I'm gonna keep moving forward. Good for you, man. I got my own Prius ready. I'll run you over. <laughs> hey, Mazel tov. I got a Prius. Lisa, we have, a, we have a Prius. Oh, yeah. You share it with your beautiful wife. She drives me around, bro. <laughs> you can't really do a drive-by in a Prius, huh? It'll be perfect. Walk by real slowly. It is. They don't hear it. They don't expect it. Batteries are silent. That's actually... <laughs> That's actually, like, an intelligent thought. Should there be... Uh... Not that your dragons are Jewish is not an intelligent thought as well, but... Do you think that uh, there should be more drive-bys with Priuses? And why aren't there? If there was more drive-bys than Prius, that means a lot of people would have been carjacked for that Prius. So most cars that people use for drive-bys are stolen, so you got to steal the, the car nearest to you. So most likely it's going to be a Toyota or a <laughs> Honda. Okay. Prius, nah. Yeah, they weren't around in the day or. Or, hot, or, um, or a yeah, minivan yeah. would be good to do a, a, a drive-by. You could just open a, slide, open a sliding door and Chevy go... Astro, My mom used to have a Ford people. Astra. The minivan. Ford, huh? Ford Aerostar? Aerostar. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. That's all good. How'd you, wait, how'd you know my mom's car? You mentioned it right He now. used to wash it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wash cars. Oh, the worst comedy club you performed in since you started headlining. Dude, you you started headlining. Why are you trying to like? I'm just. I see how we discuss this. I'm. A, I'm we'll st- tell you our worst club we performed at. <laughs> Bar Reeves Comedy Club. There. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna talk shit as a Bar Reeves Comedy Club because they sell out three shows this time. Could have could have been four or five. But man, shout out room? to Bar Reed for hooking up the green room this time. <laughs> nothing it's, fell on your head. Nothing fell on my head. We have a TV now. Hey, you, lost, you lost 10 pounds, Hoffle. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> I could not be in that fucking room, dog. It was so Fuck fucking that. hot. Because the green room is right next to the ice machine. So all the heat from the ice machine comes inside the green room. Oh, dude. We're sweating. Like Arizona in that motherfucker. Oh, man. But, you know, that's a television now with cable. <laughs> I performed there ten, 10 years ago. Damn. So what is the worst club you've been to? <laughs> I mean, let's stay positive, you guys. You know, let's. Uh, I'll All tell right. you a story, but I won't say where it is. That's not fun, though, right? Just be in the city, bro. Okay. We'll mention the club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <But> then you <laughs> listen. But I, I know you've been to Parlor Bar, right? In um, no, in Bellevue. No. No. How about the Juke? Uh, what is Jukebox in Peoria? These places don't return my emails. Denver Improv. I haven't done that. There I you did, go. I did the 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 good one. The comedy works. I did. I'll t- I did a club. Um, I mean, I have, I have like forty bad stories off the top of my head. Well, I mean, start with a good one. <laughs> start with the one that doesn't want you back. Oh, I don't know if they want me back, but uh, Chicago, Schaumburg went well. Oh, fuck that place. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know why they call it Chicago, man. Not even near Chicago. <laughs> forty do- miles out of the city, <laughs> on the outskirts. Do they have Latino people in Schaumburg? That's the Jewish zone. Yeah, the, 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 there are a bunch of Latinos in Schaumburg, Mesquite, Skokie. 
Skokie, that's and, the uh, and Aurora. Yeah. Judy Tenuta is from Oak Park. Yeah. John Belushi is family from that the area city? too. The city, yeah. yeah. My grandma's from Peoria. The jukebox joint. Oh, really? Hometown of Richard Pryor and Sam Kinison. Yeah, for sure. Um, did, uh, did you like that uh, jukebox joint? I'm talking about you, bro. My, <laughs> you're our guest. No, I want to hear you talk shit about places. I always talk shit. About I mean, places. we can listen to all the jukebox with, with all right. I it was, was all right. It was just like let's they play this. Old, I'll they made us that cake, that frosted oh, cake. Oh yeah, dude, that shit was good, and also that. Banana pudding, dude, with wafers on the bottom. We get to the jukebox joint, and they have food for us there. But they have a lady that shows up and makes pastries for all the other the employees and the comedian. And she made this bread pudding that was full of frosting. Yeah, dude. And you don't you it was don't like get, a thin whip. It was so cream. good. You don't, you, don't, you don't get scared of eating food from random fans. No, she she brings it every well, week. That, <laughs> By the way, I've gotten cold sores, bro, hitting a bowl from Domino Dirty, bro. <laughs> you have gotten them? Hell yeah, and bro. You're, you're, why you, bubble boy. I'm just letting you know, bro. I take it from every, everything from everybody. Bro. Boy, you're proud. You said it like... You're you asking just, me. I'm telling you. You're saying that like I won last comic standing. I got herpes from yes, uh, I did, the, the, the <laughs> spoken note. Hell bowl. yeah. I, I'll tell you. How about I'll tell you crazy things that happen, and if you guess the club, I'll tell you yes. That's what a happened, fun bro? game. I told one comedy club owner if he contacts me again, I'll call the police. Stanford instance. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no. What state? I mean, I, no, I can't. This guy. Um, Region. Well, it's a club owner, so it can't be no improv. Because no <laughs> improv, they, they don't have owners. So raise that out the way. Okay, Tommy T's. <laughs> the Laugh Factory. No, <laughs> he'll never book them. Wait, what else? Um, let me think. Uh, I've had like a, a lot of uh, experiences. Off the Hook Comedy Club? These places don't book me. Is it good that they How don't? How about clubs where you didn't sell out, but the owner thought you were going to sell out because you were on television? Um, I, don't, I, haven't, I haven't had... I mean, I've, I've had, like, weekends where, like, I do well, and then, like, they don't say good job or anything, and, like, they're, like, they're mad at me. <laughs> you know good I mean? job. They never tell me good job. No, do you, you know what bothers me? Star I, don't, I, need, I need, like, hey, thanks for doing the weekend. We had fun. It was, it was fun. It was a pleasure. I need that. Does it bother you guys when you don't get like any kind of like good job or good, thank you for being here? No, nah, I don't care. I just want that check. <laughs> I genuinely, I don't like, I don't like. All not, about the dollars and cents. I need a little validation in my heart, you know? You the waitress will even tell you a good week? No, but I need like the guy giving me the check be like, hey, thank you, handshake, you know? A hug? Oh, come here. Give me a hug. You're a hugger, huh? <laughs> I had I had a hug under the door. That or I slip, or I slip they the had to cook, give you oh, the check. You huh? <laughs> I did. I had a club. I'm trying to think of which story to share. I don't know. Listen, I love everybody. I wish everybody well. <laughs> Come on, bro. Get back to the Hannibal Burst tweets before you find them. Listen, I think Hannibal's great. Um, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you an old one, an out of date one. Here's Go for it, dude. This is good. Um, so they vote Cristela. <laughs> I think she's great. I've never fought with her on Twitter. Um, you guys, is this what you do? You bring people on your show, and then you just try to ca- cause, like, destroy their career so you can get some, like, go viral? Like, wow. Like, Tom. No. No, Tom- I'm going to go viral on this page, bro. <laughs> Our listeners are so, so nosy. Oh, All they're going to do is go tell, the, uh, go tell the person you're talking shit to and tell them at what time <laughs> the podcast to listen to. That's how much nosy our listeners are. Yeah. 
They will go. St- they'll, they'll, they'll record. They'll stop right now. And go wait a minute. What so time scared. is it? One at seventy six minutes and fifty four seconds and thirty three point five. Tyler was talking shit about such and such, <laughs> and they'll send it to that person. Yes, that's what I'm concerned about. They don't know who you are, bro. They say Tyler, bro. He's talking shit about germs. <laughs> they say Tyler the Creator, bro. <laughs> I did a club in uh, like one of Craig Ferguson show years ago. That's all I have to talk about. And then uh, I did. Uh, I'm like 20 years old. I did. Uh, and then are you 40 uh, now. I'm 45. And then, but so my host, I'm excited. You're good. Thank you very much. Very good. I thank you. Very good. You, fl- could do, you could do. You could do a 25 year old. Yeah. And I'll be a 30 year old brother. <laughs> <laughs> We should do a show where we're brothers and we, we just don't should. acknowledge the it. The odd couple, bro. <laughs> there you go. The, the real odd couple. Because I'm sloppy as hell. <laughs> there Dude, it is there. That's it? Sold. Bring, bring in your nanny, dog. Little Miko right here. My nanny would do it. <laughs> Lydia. My she... mom will be the nanny. What about my nanny? I'm going to write this, dog. There you go. Well, I'm telling you a shit talking story. we got the neighbor, the trash, the trash picker here. Go no, ahead, man. What's your names? Now I'm worried it's not gonna <laughs> listen. Put a Howard Stern here. Come on, man. Just mention Howard Stern's great. He... Say do some Howard Stern, bro. To mention a name. I can't. I just do not know how to do hey now. That's about it. So uh, but I can't do this voice. Listen, do Elon I was at... Gold doing Howard Stern. <laughs> I was at I was at Serious Radio. You've been there, you know. You guys done that Serious Radio? Negative. Seriously? Yeah. We, we okay. Have it. So uh, uh, they, it's like very, uh, there's like the Howard Stern, there's the waiting area, which everyone, New York's, there's not backstage entrances everywhere in New York. Very rare in New York, is there a place where like the famous person doesn't have to walk through where the peasants like me walk through, you know? And uh, so I'm in the lot, waiting area and I see Howard Stern with Ronnie Limo driver walking out of his office. Cool. And this is like less than a year after I was on AGT. And like, I was like, I know him. We've been cool together. Like it's, I went, at first I'm like, oh shit, it's Howard Stern. I'm like, wait, I know him. So I went up to him and I was like, Ronnie. And, and I said, Howard. And, he, and Howard turned around, which apparently he doesn't do. And then uh, he saw me and then we, t- we talked for a minute. It was like really nice. Like he's very like off, you know, like he's not looking, to, he's not looking to start a big conversation, but he responded. He's very kind. But then this group of um, uh, people who happen to be black who are waiting in the lobby, but like I assume they're going to like a hip hop station just because of the, their attitude, you know? I'm, I love black people. The girl and then, with the guy uh, with the hair. <laughs> they have yeah, yarmulkes on. But like okay, but but they all they all walked up to they're like they, they, were going, they were going to go see Sway, <laughs> probably they probably were. They said if they saw me, they saw this scrawny, stupid white guy talking to Howard, who said, "Hey Howard," then Howard starts talking to me. So they're like, "What's up, Howard Stern?" Like all of this, like as as cliche as you can imagine, they all like swarmed him. Baba Booey, all of it. <laughs> but they don't know Baba Booey. They don't know his show. They don't listen to the show. So but then uh, Howard's like, "I gotta get out of here." But they saw me talking to him and they ruined it for me. Was that a good story? Was that a talk shit about a comedy club story? Yeah, you know, <laughs> it was alrighty. <laughs> Very urban esque. It didn't get nowhere. Why is ur- I don't get that's the weirdest thing about touring comedy clubs. Like, oh, this is an urban week. Uh, why is the urban urban sounds more racist than saying saying black person? It's a black club or it's a black audience. Don't say why do they, they say Usually urban. when they say when a white guy says urban, he really wants to say the n word. So he was trying. He's trying to hold back. Yeah, so we have a lot of urban people out here. <laughs> Are, are you an urban act? I don't even know. On I'm on the border of urban Latino act. Bur- You're on the border. Yeah, Dude. yeah, but I toured with Mike Epps. Oh, you're on. You're in on that. Yeah, I I opened up the show. Were you on the you on the George Lopez show where he went crazy? 
No, that's a comedy get down. I'm sorry, I'm racist. That's comedy get down. That's um, D L Hughley, Eddie Griffin, but the, the the whole tour was started in Peoria because the people of Peoria they don't they didn't want to pay for um Richard Pryor statues, so these comedians um George Lopez, Eddie Griffin, Cedric the Entertainer, Charlie Murphy, they did a, a benefit concert to pay for the statue. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, man. What's up, fool? You have any dates coming up? <laughs> um, I'm doing. Uh, when is this hair? This Friday. I'm uh, K Rock April Foolishness on Saturday. Congratulations! It'll be an yeah, awesome show. Thanks, man. Is your first year? I uh, second. Second. Who else is on it? Um, uh, 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 Bill Burr, Angela Johnson, Killer, uh, and then uh, Adam Ray and Jimmy Pardo and David Keckner. David Keckner from from SNL and stuff, you know. Um, have you done? Are you you one of those guys? Who's Kegner? You know him from S. Anchorman. Whammy. Yeah. Whammy. <laughs> he does stand up. <laughs> oh man! When the first year I did it, guess who I had to follow? Oh no. No. Larry King. Larry King, bro. Oh, Larry King, for fucking bombing. For real. Bombing hard, With bro. With confidence. He was. A, he, I didn't even know that motherfucker yeah. was that little, dog. He was wearing a little ass leather jacket that fits my little sister when she was twelve. <laughs> super He's small. up to going, hey, who wants to buy? I don't understand. If you grew up in, uh, oh, and then nineteen seventy five, you can be the mayor. I have of another moment. zinger for you guys. Hold on, <sighs> that's yeah. a hard crowd too. Yeah, like, so I went up there, man. I did my thing, and I took a photo with John Stamos and what's his name? Bob Saget. Bob Saget. Dude, but did you hang with Larry King? Fuck no, bro. What am I talking to that yeah. fool for? They put him back in his crypt after. He's like, he's me in like 10 years. Like, I was, he's a, No, he's you, he's you now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All meek and weak. Well, hey, I can do a shit talking to other people, but I'm right here. You should, bro. I'm right here, though. You should do it, dog. Felipe, be a, hold, you're being, hold back. You've been very aggressive. <laughs> What is this? What is I want that? you to say something, bro. You, mean, you want me to like just talk crazy oh, shit? I want you to say crazy shit instead of subtle racist stuff. <laughs> I don't think I did any subtle racist stuff, did yeah, I? Yeah, you did with the black guys, you know, like hip hop guys. No, they were the hip hop. It's like saying they're urban guys. You ruined my moment. You should just say like, black the way, away from this is the way I will say it. Because I'm not racist, that's the way I would say yeah. it. So I, was, I said hello to Howard Stern, he said what's up. <laughs> then these fucking black guys showed up and started saying, yo, 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 whatever. Yeah. You see what I mean? I said it, you know, without being racist. Yeah. I was more annoyed by the group, not just because they were black. Yeah. But you came out and said, yeah, man, they came in with their, you know, talking that jive and <laughs> chucking. I did, you know what? I did say that. Now you get all your fans are gonna like tweet. Uh, black Twitter is gonna come after me. No, they're not, bro. <laughs> Dude, how crazy is it, like when they, the people like go after somebody? They go after you. That's why I don't argue with people who have more followers than me. <laughs> <laughs> how I many do you on have? the level? Huh? Can I fight with you? How many do I? Yeah, thirty-five thousand. Oh, so you can't fight? You fight with me in person, but not online. <laughs> Hell, I lose, bro. I'll beat your ass in person. <laughs> oh shit. Wait, forget for real. I need your help. Give me the Latino fan base. What do I listen? What do I have give to do? Give us the truth, and we'll give you the fan base. The truth. <laughs> I, I dated. This how you you, you get a I've fan dated Mexican base. girls. I spoke Spanish before I spoke English. Who you yeah, dating Nothing now? to do with that. Uh, no, I broke up with a um, a half Mexican girl from Whittier. <laughs> I speak more Spanish than she does, though. Oh really? Yeah. What's up with that AGT AGT tour? Did you get a lot of pussy on that tour? 
Listen, but you, as you know, you're young, when huh? you're on that bus tour, there's no, there's not even an option. I mean, like, I know, like. Hey, how many of those? Well, how many of those those kids' mom picked up on you? <laughs> going after a lot you. of blowies in the restroom. Hey, how was it sad? Was it sad watching those kids cry when they turn them down? Dude, it's crazy. Because like, I know the parents must have been horrified. Even like when like the sh- you're on the show, like after you get kicked off, like in the finals and stuff, like uh, the final, they call it the the semi, the quarterfinal, semifinals, whatever. So like Radio City Music Hall, like you're on TV, you, but you get eliminated. When you're backstage in those shows, they like they uh, finish crying, eat your pizza, get out of here. Like there's no like, are you okay? It's like Taylor, give him a hug. Yeah. <laughs> There's like all these crying, like these groups are like these forty, like there's this uh, uh, I forgot what they're called, but it's like Chinese. Chi- please, <laughs> there's like a group of like uh, four teenage Chinese dancers from Texas, and they're like unbelievable, this beautiful thing, and uh, but then they're all crying together after the, sh- and I'm just they like watching all these kids Chinese? cry. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm sorry. <laughs> they cry. Do they cry different? Do they cry in Chinese? Different. They cry different. They're American people. Oh shit! Sorry. <laughs> See, I don't like I don't like what's happening here is where you I say something that's just a thing and then you think like, then the, I'm attached to the racism, you know? But like, Rodrigo, <laughs> Rodrigo, I feel Rodrigo, like you're bro. still upset because I, I I wanted to be cool yeah, with you, the call you they call you Digo. So there's no Rodrigo. So when a kid loses and cries, there's no like uh, I defeated a I defeated an eleven year old girl. I had to like that was fucked up. You rebel I, you. So it's like uh, in the quarterfinals, it was like between they, they got down to me and eleven year old single girl. She's really sweet, but I'm like I need this. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm like you got time, bitch. You for real? Yeah. And like when I, I was I started standing up when I was like a teenager, and like I would I I would always resent it. And I still looking back, I feel like I still was right when people would like like oh he's gonna get this instead of you because he's older. I'm like what the fuck? Is she gonna come out of talent and who? deserves it not based on well he's older you can wait you know I, I always resented that but when it came when the tables are turned there's an 11 year old versus me and like this is my career this is fun for her you can watch it on it's like quarterfinals on America's Got Talent on my YouTube and uh but like they go like why should we pick you why should we pick you and it's just so hard for me not to be like that fucking child's 11 years old I need to pay my bills I'm about to work at Starbucks nothing wrong with working at Starbucks if any of your fans listen to Starbucks work at Starbucks but I don't, my goal is not to work at Starbucks hell my, yeah my goal is to be a, a, a comedian uh, at Felipe and Rodrigo's level you know <laughs> I, have no I know that on a mer- what was the other one that used to be before that Star Search. Star Search. Um, they, Willie said that there was people like they they're like I don't know there were psychologists or something, but they have people oh, yeah. talking to the kids. But that's what they lost. You gonna be okay? So. They never. I I said to them like, how come I never got to talk to the psychologist? They're like, oh, we didn't know you needed. I'm like, I'm freak- I cried after one of the shows. Like, <laughs> like it's it's dude, no joke. It was like terribly intense. It's crazy. I mean, it changed my life and it's dream come true, but like it's an intense, when you need it, it's not just fun, you know? There were other comedians on your show, right? Geechee yeah. Guy was one of them, He right? was on years before years me. Years before you, yeah. But uh, who was on my year? Uh, there wasn't anybody who's like... Tom Carter? He was the year before me. Oh. But after me, Gary Veter did it, Drew, Drew Lynch did it. Uh, I mean, I'm... Th- oh, Melissa Villasenor! He did it with you, right? No, she was on years before me. Damn! But her video is super viral. She did impressions and she killed it. She was on when Piers Morgan was a judge. Um, but uh, yeah, I I enjoyed the experience. So you're gonna try to get on Last Comic Standing? Are they bringing it back again? Yeah. Are they really? Yeah, I'm Nick DePaulo hosting. <laughs> Nick DePaulo is gonna be the judge, and Leslie Jones is gonna be another judge. See, that would be great. That'd be a good one. Nick DePaulo, Leslie Jones. Jamie Masada. Who else? Jay Masada. Perfect. That's it. 
Jane Masada, Leslie Jones, Nick DiPaolo, new host Who's of hosting? Last Comic Standing, the new judges. The host will be Taylor Williamson. I'm the host? <laughs> yes. With right. the most. You're the, you're the America's favorite, bro. You're, you're, you're the America's boy. Everybody loves you. No, America's but I'm, the, I'm white, though. No one wants that. Everybody loves you. You're white, but you're happy. I'm all about Jewish this. Jewish ilk. You're not offensive. <laughs> you're Jewish ilk. No, of the Jewish. Of the Jewish ilk. Thank you. Aya. Raised by a Latina. Raised by a Latina. Hell yeah, bro. Thank Mama you. Mama media at its finest. Mama media. Right. Show's coming up. Let everybody know. I, I, the big show promote is that, is that, I think Kaboo Festival is going to happen. Those are the two things I want to promote. In uh, Del Mar, they do this huge, uh, I'm not supposed to announce it yet, I don't care. Announce it, bro. It's a huge, I, I, I might be a part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool, yeah, come come see me in the, uh, so, uh, SoCal people, uh, April Foolishness. April Ka- Foolishness and, at K-Rock, at the Universal Amphitheater, now known as what? Oh, no, no, it's at the Shrine now. The Shrine? The, the Universal Amphitheater is now known as the Harry Potter World. Yeah. I'll be there tomorrow. Come see me at here. Wow. That means that all those concerts. Done with. It wasn't enough for the Harry Potter. No, Harry Potter's huge. You, have, you guys got the Universal passes? No. I love Universal Studios, man. I do. And executives are listening from NBC Universal. I love it. Can I plug my show in Riverside? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, check out theconcertlounge.com for tickets. Five bucks. Uh, Wednesday, April 5th. Toby Hicks. Carlos Loma and myself, Rodrigo Toros, at Romanos in downtown Riverside. Yeah, man. What's the name of the place? Uh, Romanos. And it's uh, you can get tickets at theconcertlounge.com. That's our website. Showtime, 7.30 p.m. Is that a new comedy club somebody trying to start? No, nah, they're just going to do comedy there. And there's the, another comedy club in Whittier, right, at a hotel? In Whittier? Yeah. There used to be one in Norwalk, right? Yeah, somebody was trying to stop, but this is in Riverside. Knee slappers. What? Yeah, that's not- Oh, you're talking about, yeah, yeah. But Knee Slapper is the new comedy club I'm trying to get started? It's a guy that's a promoter that has the theme. He rents out the room, and then he has his show called Knee Slappers. But he comes at it as a as Oh, okay. A com- I thought he had an official in the comedy five, six, club. No, no, but he has like a banner. It's all kind of legit. And, and they have shows that Iguanas do? Or the uh, different guy? I think that's a different dude. Are these real places, or are you making fun of me? I can't uh, tell if like, you guys are just doing this whole... No, they're real no, no, man. yeah. Ask your nanny. She knows. <laughs> hey, Lydia. You ever go to Iguanas? Yeah, there's a bunch of people who do comedy, man. Have you Me done slappers? Have you done comedy in Mexico? Never. Never. But I got some guy wants to book me in El Salvador and I said I'm good. What? Fuck that. Let me ask can I ask you this? Why not like try to take over like Latin America uh comedy superstardom? Because it's not like um like when a white guy does stand up comedy, you know, he's a white guy does comedy, he's recognized all over the world because English is the universal language. So as a Latino comedian, not everybody in Latin America speaks English. So I wouldn't ever cross over to South America or Mexico. I would have to go to places where they speak English. Right. Like so Jim Gaffin, if I, if I yeah. speak Spanish, the world's gonna open up to me. If I do a, my Spanish and stand up my stand up in Spanish I'll probably go all over the world. But some people were not going to get my jokes. Have you tried stand up in Spanish? I did for five minutes. <laughs> and they paid me, and I said, thank you, good night. <laughs> I did it in Japanese in Japan. You speak Japanese? Uh, un poco. And uh, thank you. Um, cries in Chinese. I'm sorry? I'm sorry. What did you say? I didn't hear what you said. Oh, I said you cry in Chinese. Oh, that's, that sounds funny. You're funny. You're- <laughs> <laughs> so that they made it race. See, it's interesting the delicacy of racism, racial and racism, and then uh, but I like it though. But uh, uh, 
so, required taste. So I'm not going to get the Chinese fans, I think, after today. No black or Chinese fans, but I'll give me some of the Hispanic fans. You might get our Saudi Arabian fans. We got two <laughs> listeners in Saudi Arabia. No, but it's illegal to be Jewish there, so it's not going to work for me. But it I, is, huh? I got Valentine's Day. Uh, for Valentine's Day? Yeah, you can celebrate it over there. Oh, shit. I got in, I got in a fight with uh, teenage One Direction fans on Twitter from Middle East because I posted Happy Hanukkah. And they're like, why do you support Israel? Why do you do that? And like, that was, wow. That was a weird. Cry babies. Uh, had a bar mitzvah. <laughs> India. Yeah. But listen to this. In Japan, I had a punchline for a, it was like a, a three minute routine and a thing. And uh, uh, I, I knew it would be funny because I'm a professional comedian. It's very basic. But I had all these lines to say. And then I'm, clearly I'm running out of things to say in Japanese. And then I go, the last thing I say in Japanese, I don't, I don't know how to speak Japanese. And the punchline would be, uh-oh. So that makes sense. Like, hi, I'm Taylor. I'm supposed to do just comedy in Japanese. This is going to be great. I don't know how to speak Japanese. But then, uh-oh, is the punchline. So it's not, it's not a, a 10 joke, but it's a, it's a good laugh, you know? Sayonara on this podcast. <laughs> Listen. What's up, fool? Listen, Thank wait, let me, tell the, let me tell the end of my story. But they don't have the word uh-oh in Jap- Japan. So they no one laughed at my line because they don't have the word "uh oh" is not a thing. So they just kept staring at me. It's like Bill Murray and Lost in Translation. I will drop that one. <laughs> Do you karate <laughs> chop that motherfucker? <laughs> Fuck with you. You know what? I don't. Can we? Re- re- I don't like how I've been treated on Give this. Me a hug, dude. <laughs> I thank you. Hey, listen. Thanks for having me. Nice to see you guys. Thank you, Taylor Williamson. Thank you very much. Haven't seen you since you, you did our show with us. Flappers. New Year's Eve, right? No. It's been a while, dude. I haven't seen you since then. Has it been that before, long? Before was it before America's Got Talent? Yeah, before America's yeah. Got Talent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, oh, you I was my trouble, you were having trouble paying your rent. Oh, you you guys paid my you paid my bill. Yeah. You, we added extra to your pay. I have to say this, you got that means the world to me, and I do remember that you guys offered me uh, a gig I couldn't take, and you were offering me uh, a very nice offer to do some shows with you in, in Ontario or something. Yes, and that, but I wasn't able to do it, and that means the world to me. And thank you, because like you, I've, I'm looking back, remember that, like you legit paid my rent from that. I remember because I, I remember because uh, you guys said, um, you're, you're 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 my fucking grandma's favorite comedian, <laughs> <laughs> or your mom's or somebody's. She watched last comment. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yes. My grandma, Grandma her, Jean Goldberg. <laughs> You're number one fan. Thank you. But listen, circle, but I'm, I'm, I'm a fan, and uh, I, I'm so proud of all this stuff. I am do. so happy that you got on that show, man, because you, you need a little break, a little push to help your career move along, and I'm glad you got it, man. And Thanks, I'm so man. happy for you. I, I'm Thank not, you. I'm not a... I'm a big supporter of you. Likewise, thank success. you. That means the world. Anybody mess with you, bro, you call us, bro. We'll fuck them up. Thank, I, thank <laughs> you. That's the truth, bro. But I, when, when you were fighting yeah. with somebody, I'm like, man, what the fuck are they saying to this guy, man? Hey, Somebody thanks, give her their man. number. You're a sweet dude. We are a Taylor <laughs> Williamson fans. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh. Yeah, promote your album. Oh, I. You can uh, oh thank you yeah uh, laughter I hardly know her is my album uh, you can purchase and then I might have a comedy special come out soon it might never come out <laughs> um so uh, I just want to say I think it's so nice that like you destroy my chances on television and then a few years later you're like I've supported you this whole time <laughs> so you're like as long as you don't fuck with me 
I, I'll take care of you. And I respect that. I'm the same way for you, man. Don't, fuck, yeah. don't fuck up my shit, but I no. got you no matter what. Any other I thing. got you, bro. Let's go up to the same room. <laughs> He's like the good luck horn. <laughs> <laughs> I get paid for this? What's up, fool? What's your Twitter and Instagram? Uh, at Taylor Comedy and at the Taylor Comedy on Snapchat because some guy won't give me my name. Same thing here, bro. When I want that's common standing, somebody bought... Somebody wants to charge me seven grand for FelipeSparza.com. That's insane. It's so mean. And he bought. Yeah. Yeah. You could do the same thing. I will destroy him. <laughs> destroy. Him. <laughs>